This is a Baby Brunch podcast. You're listening to babybrunch.co.za, our podcast series where ordinary people uh, get questioned or they're in conversation because we just think they are extraordinary. And I, I thought a while back, how do I make this? How do I make this interesting? I know that we connect with our moms and dads and moms-to-be. And the one thing I struggled with and also the one thing that I enjoyed the, the most was to become fit, not just during my pregnancy, but also afterwards. And the one thing that I enjoyed most was reaching a fitness goal after my first baby of being able to run five kilometers, whereas the first time I ran, I could only do 800 meters and I fell over on the paving. <laughs> and I could, I could hardly breathe. It's actually not funny. It, it was really hard to do, but, but I achieved my goal. And now after my second baby, I'm at a point again where I just want to be my best. The quote goes like this. It says, in fitness, you're not training to be fit because you want to be better than someone else. You want to be the best that you can be. And I thought, who's the best guy to bring into studio here at CrossFit and, and have a chat to about fitness? And, oh boy, I stumbled upon fitnessfaculty.co.za, trainer of the stars. <laughs> I, I've asked a lot of people whether they know you, and you're quite a socialite, John O'Mankies. Um, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not too sure. It's a good thing because reputation is everything in our business. And I guess when people have good and positive things to say about you, it's wonderful, right? 100%. Especially if there's results. 100%. John O'Manke is, is in our studio and we're going to chat to him about fitness, fitnessfaculty.co.za. This podcast is sponsored by Fitness Faculty, powered by Biogen. Strong is the new skinny. You're just 12 weeks away from the body you've always wanted. What? 12 weeks? So today is my day one. Day one? Um, the first day of the rest of your life, hopefully. Sure. John, I've got so many questions around this because there's fit, there's fat. There's people who are outspoken about the way we look. Sometimes we don't feel so good. My friends are shaking it up because for lunch they have a milkshake that makes them thin. I want to pop CLA. I don't know how many. There's just so many questions, myths, where to start around. And I mean, if, if I had the remedy of making someone feel good about themselves and give them the, the body they've always wanted within 12 weeks, I'd be a billionaire. Well, so would I. <laughs> Jono, you work with with a lot of um, with a lot of people who professionally become fit, but you also work with mothers and you work with dads. You're a dad yourself. I first want to know about your personal life. So you've got you've got one baby. I've got a beautiful little baby daughter, Hunter, who's 19 months old now, and another one on the way. Another, another baby one daughter on the way. Three months away from popping and um, very, very excited. So you're in the company of mothers and dads who's listening. You're going to be fine, okay? No problem. <laughs> it's all fine, yeah. The hormones are amazing at this time. Yeah. But you either embrace it or you don't. Mm. You and look I, fine. No, I'm 
Jonna Mankin is, is an international sports conditioning specialist. So you you get to work with, with the Springbok 7s team and all of those guys. And I mean, for them, I guess you have certain goals in mind. But here am I, I'm a mom, and I just want to get started and, and start eating well. What's the first thing you tell people when they come and see you? I think, Ilana, you know, I treat my, my athletes wherever they are in the world or whatever team they're with, with exactly the same principles as I, I I, I treat um, a house mom, a house dad, whoever it may be. And and I've got a saying, and it's very, very important. And I say, you've got to build your house on rocks. So start in the basics and do the basics well and simplify your life. And once you get into that position, everything sort of seems to form into place. So as you were saying earlier, I mean, there are so many fitness fads and do this and take this and drink this milkshake and do whatever. But there's so much information and no one really knows how to interpret it. So, mm. you know, I thought I, what I would do is I would just bring everything back to basics and obviously focus on the, the core principles that everyone can do, you know, and, and that is obviously build your house on rocks, get your foundations correct with regards to nutrition um, and build things around what you like to eat, but in a healthy way. And then find something that stimulates you to to get moving and to get active. You know, um, the biggest thing that that came, you know, w- which relates to children and, and fitness for me was when my daughter was born. And I'm I'm quite a fit guy. Uh, you know, I I love to train, not for the pleasing uh, aesthetic things of looking good. Or I just I've I've got a little funny tick in my brain which I need to click off every single day, and that's for me. But personally, I, you know, I I want to be 55, 60 years old. And contributing to my daughter's life in a healthy, active way, um, and setting an example for her. So, you know, when she has kids one day, she'll she'll might have you know be able to to pass that message on. I I hear you speaking about nutrition, and immediately I feel a little bit of sigh of relief because I think, sure, thank goodness you didn't call it a diet. You know, m- most of us finish our glass of wine with our children's fish fingers. You know, we we don't have we don't have. Um, Sure, I shouldn't say this to my coach <laughs> publicly, but about those salad leaves and what are the other stuff? Tomatoes. <laughs> the last time I cut a tomato was for my daughter to eat, you know, and then I got the leftovers because the juggle is real. Things are busy. How do how do you teach people to and and I guess that in the business sense that this is true as well because if if I'm a if I'm a businesswoman and I want to get my nutrition right, I could tell you that I don't have time. Uh, that's the biggest, biggest excuse for parents at the moment. Um, I mean, the first thing I'll say is I don't have time. Mm. Um, children come first. And, you know, I agree with him. I, I know how hectic it is, but it's so important to make time for yourself. And just that extra, you know, two or three minutes of preparation and being effective with your time management can make the biggest difference. So, you know, where people are struggling with with buying um, certain food groups themselves, you know, when when I, all I sort of say to them is, why don't you try and incorporate those food groups into what you're giving to your children, mm. and start good habits that way? You know, um, it's it's such a snowball effect of of I'll nibble on my my kids' dinner here, and I'll finish this, and next thing you know, it's bath time, and you're not hungry because you've eaten half of the first child's and gone into the second How one. How did you know my life? What what? Who are you? Well, I do. <laughs> 
you know, I've experienced it at home. And you, mm. look, I've done it myself. Mm. I've seen the little, you know, chicken pieces and stuff there and had the odd, <laughs> odd grab of it. And I know what it's like because it is, it's actually amazing to you nibble on those things that you've never had over the last 15 years. But at the end of the day, you know, what I always say to people is if you're nibbling like that and, and chewing on, on small little bits and pieces and you add up all those small little bits and pieces over a month, you'll be amazed of what you're actually putting into your system, mm. you know, where it's unnecessary and it's just a habit or a train of thought, you know, and some people just don't think of it. It becomes a habit and they just keep on doing it. So this became real for me about last week because I had a conversation to you about alcohol. Yeah. And my husband and I will have a glass of wine every night with dinner or every second night we'll have two or uh, we'll – not have any Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then have some on Thursday. And then Jono calculated the amount of sugar that we're actually taking in per month. So I explained this to my son. I said to him, so you like your fizzy drinks, right? Let's quickly work out if you have a fizzy drink every night, how many you are having per month. And when we calculated the amount of sugar, he's 12 now. I always tease him. I say he's nine, but he's not nine. He fell off his chair. It was amazing to show him who can understand. Remember, we're not trying to teach him nutrition. I'm just trying to show him how much sugar he's having. 100%. And he, it was an eye-opener for him. Quickly, I mean, I don't know if you have your calculator close by, but how, how much, if I have a glass of wine, so I'm a busy mom, so let's say, hypothetically, not me, <clears throat> someone... <laughs> Someone out there, we're having a glass of wine every night. How much, how, what am I really taking in? Well, you'd look at an equation of what I call the, the 2.6 equation. So you're looking at two, two point, two, two, just over two and a half tablespoons of sugar per glass of wine. So, so what, on its own, that doesn't sound that hard. But what we do is we'll go seven times, well, seven times 2.6 is 18.2 times that by four. You're putting an additional 72.8. Spoons of sugar? Spoons of sugar in just by having one glass of By of having wine. one glass of wine every night, I'm putting? 72 tablespoons of sugar extra in a month. Now, that might not sound like a lot to you, but if you actually physically take a bag of sugar and take 72 tablespoons out and put it on a table in front of you, you'll be doing flick flacks. And, and that's where that extra four kilos that you want to lose or five kilos comes off, you know? So the message I'm trying to get across, I'm not a messiah, you know, and I'm not the biggest health guru known to, to mankind. But the thing is I'm getting the message across to people and just saying, change this little habit, change that. Yes, we are all busy parents and we, we, we can't do much, but the small differences can make a big difference and it could be a snowball effect of what you want to achieve going forward. I'm imagining that someone is sitting in their car right now and never had a fitness routine. I didn't until three years ago when I actually realized how good exercising makes me feel. So I played the odd hockey game at school and in between I didn't train and after a hockey match you feel amazing and then you do it again next Saturday, right? If I wanted to get started, I don't now have the cash for a trainer and I don't belong to a gym. Um, how, how do I get started? Like, where, where do I start? I think, look, it, it's all about a, a, a choice in your head that you, you need to make, you know. And 
I think what a lot of mothers do is they, you know, if I'm just referring to mothers now who have maybe had kids or looking to get started, they tend to set themselves up for failure. So they'll walk into the gym. They'll say, right, we're going to get ourselves a nice gym membership. Let's go. They walk in. They have no plan whatsoever. Mm. And then they go and destroy themselves and they're so stiff or sore or they get so beaten down by not knowing what they're doing, they walk out again, you know? So what I, I tend to, like the advice I give to people is you got to build an innings and you got, obviously I'll go back to saying you got to build your house on rocks. Mm. Start slowly, build an innings and build momentum. And once you get momentum and do small things right every day, it creates a good habit. But at the end of the day, if you're not prepared to do the work, you're not going to get the result, you know? And, People give up and consistency is king in this game. Fitness is not a difficult thing. If you're consistent, like you are um, in relationships, in parenting, parenting, putting the kids business, to bed at the same time, sure. everything else, you know, yes. it's, I mean, and, and especially in relationships, if, mm. you know, if you're not putting time into your relationship and building consistency in your actions, something's going to give. And mm. the same thing is with your health, you know, so it's just about being consistent over time and doing the right things and making the right choices 80% of the time. This week was quite an eye-opener for me when I thought how important fitness and health is in terms of getting older. We have a family member that ended up in hospital and because he was cycling every day of his life, not that most of us are going to go out cycling, but because he was active and did some form of exercise, his recovery will be much faster than someone that didn't put in the work. And I guess is what you say about that what we do now will, well, it benefits you now because you fit into your genes and you look really great. Um, but it will also benefit you long-term, you know? If you do fall ill, your recovery is not as long as someone who is just not health conscious, if I can put it that way. 100%. And you'll find that, that healthy people tend to bounce back, like as you said, from operations or health issues or anything like that. I think it just puts you on a front, a, a better front foot, you know, going forward for, for all the aspects you want to take off. You know, my biggest frustration is meeting people that are 50 plus who haven't done anything for 20 years and they phone me in a flat panic because they've had their test and um, the medical test for medical aid and all of a sudden it's panic stations mm. or they've developed prostate cancer or mm. something, you know, and they need to make a change, change you know. Yeah. So it's all about putting yourself in the best situation going forward. You can't predict what the, the future is going to give you, you know, health-wise, but you can always assist it by putting yourself in the best position going forward. Jono, I know you as a person – trainer to the stars um, that, that, that gets to travel to India and you go overseas and you help all these amazing sports people can who have you worked with are they like do you work with Jonty Rhodes I do um, do you really myself and oh, no. I do myself and Jonty are actually shut the door opening up a corporate wellness business together in, into India oh, as you do um, well done so something very very exciting and it, you know it's exactly what we're doing doing here but just implementing it into the corporate space and trying to make what, it different. What do you, sorry, I'm, I'm actually snooping. So what do you teach the sportsmen, like how to eat properly? Sports people are exactly the same as everyday humans. They struggle mm. with nutrition. They need mm. to be educated. Um, they might just have more talent than we had. And that's why we didn't <laughs> become international sports people. Yeah. But 
you know, I've dealt with international men's teams. I've dealt with international women's teams, individuals, um, from rugby to cricket to hockey to athletics, um, netball, swimming, everything. And the Moms. one and <laughs> and the one common trend is everyone is the same. Mm. You know, it's just all, all about enhancing that talent that you've got mm. or enhancing that athletic ability that you've got according to the individual, you know, and realizing that everyone is completely different. And how do you get that message across to that person? But Jono, we want a quick fix. I want to wake up tomorrow and feel better and know that, that, that it's okay, that I can, that I can achieve this goal quickly. Do you, is 12 weeks quick enough? I think 12 weeks is a good foundation to make change and to initiate change. Because right. your brain, surely your brain is telling you that you can't do this. hundred percent. And, you know, and especially working with, you know, the experience I've had with mothers across the country here, the biggest problem between working with men and women, which is quite interesting, <laughs> is getting men to four weeks to initiate change. And then it steamrolls. But getting women to eight weeks Women wow. need to get past the eight-week mark. It's like when you do your Brazilian. 100%. It's like you – I mean Brazilian hair because there's a – Okay. Mind. Well, I didn't even want to go down that route. No, but anyway. There's a difference. <laughs> My sound engineer is laughing. Hey! <laughs> but, but there's – It's a straightener. Okay. <laughs> but there is a threshold with regard to initiating change. And I like to think three months is a good start to initiation, initiating change – Maybe cutting down some body fat, losing a couple of kilos, and then putting yourself in the best front forward. Okay. It's not so easy as, okay, here's 12 weeks, magic pill, and everything's and done everything's for you. And everything's done for me. Okay, some, some quick fire. Can I still have cappuccinos and be, and, and be strong? Yes, you can. But to a certain extent, how many a day, you know? Um, is cappuccino a suppressant for you where it's going to not make you eat your food? Yes. Are you eating, are you um, having sugar with your cappuccino? Are you having, sugar. Are you having full cream milk? You full know, cream? Or, Skinny doesn't taste that good. Exactly. Uh, but all these things add up. Okay. So, uh, yogurt. Can I have yogurt in my diet? Um, my you, child has yogurt and I want to also have a yogurt for breakfast. Well, if you enjoy that, um, I don't see why we can't incorporate it into an mm. eating plan for you. But on top of that, you just have to look what else you're having during the day. Right. There's a space and balance for everything. For everything. And, you know, there's one golden rule when it comes to nutrition that you cannot escape. You need to eat correctly if you want to get a result for mm. five and a half days out of seven. Wait, wait, wait. I need to write this down. For five and a half days out of, out of seven. seven. So in theory, from Monday morning to Saturday afternoon after lunch. Till Saturday afternoon, after the children's party. After the party. Can I tell you why? Do you know what they serve at those parties? I was at one on Saturday. I've been to plenty. Coo sisters, bruh. I've hosted them. Coo sisters, we had croissants and there were mini cheeseburgers. I looked at all of this and I thought to myself, at 11 o'clock, who cannot? Who cannot? Well, it depends. Lots of people can't. So, okay, till Saturday afternoon. Why till Saturday afternoon? The classic case where people tend to go wrong is they are good from Monday to Thursday afternoon. Mm. Thursday afternoon, they the wheels, come wheels come off. Okay, so th so then you've got Friday, which is bad, Saturday, which is bad, Sunday, Sunday which, which is, is bad, bad. Up plus the, the half day on Thursday. So that's three and a half days out of your week. Times that by four. 
It's more than half the month that you're eating incorrectly. We're chatting to John Amankis. His his maths is really good. He is. Do you do you say you're a nutritionist? Um, I would like to say I'm a nutritional advisor. To be more specific about that, um, but I am not a nutritionist. But mm. I have developed certain eating plans mm. um, and nutritional guidelines that have been extremely successful. I want to commend you on one thing. I saw one of your training programs and. Like my cardio in the past included going into the road and running. And it's even better here in the northern suburbs when a dog chases you because then it's just better. You just keep going, right? <laughs> you motor ahead, whether you're on a bike or whether you're just running. And I loved how you incorporate a little bit of rowing and this and that. So you you kind of make it because my attention span is 10 minutes and then I forget what you said, mm. you know, and I, I really enjoyed that. So uh, I would I would like to recommend what you do for the person that has the attention span that I do. You know, for me, for me, longer than ten minutes on a bike. Come on, yeah. I, I don't enjoy that. Yeah. Um. So so thanks for that. Sure. The shakes and the CLA. I mean, do we even go there? Do we replace a meal? I think. Look, I've got a belief and that you need to eat your food. And it's just something that I stand by. Um, I think there's a lot of companies out there that do offer shakes um, with regards to meal replacements, et cetera, which can be beneficial to people that are looking for certain things, such as weight gain, mm. building strength, et no, cetera. No, I don't want weight <laughs> You know, um, but for me personally, and I mean, I would just want to reiterate, it's it's everyone to their own. Mm. But I, I like people to eat their food because it's sustainable. Mm. Are you going to be able to drink shakes every meal for the rest of your life? No. Exactly. Because I don't want everything to taste like chocolates. Exactly. And, and the thing is, you know, yes, you might go in a shake formula and drop five kilos in four weeks and stuff. But what happens after that? Mm. And it's that, that is the concern that I have going forward, you know. So – to appeal to to the masses and to everyone out there, if you've got time to go and make a shake and put the ingredients in, you've actually got time to put something together for yourself to eat. Soup diet. So I don't like the word diet. We don't talk about diet, remember. Uh, we talk about nutritional. Meal skipping and what's that thing where, where everyone starts eating? Intermittent fasting. Intermittent, where they start eating after 12. So you've starved yourself from the night before. Until so after eight you don't eat and then you skip breakfast, go and gym train, have a cup of coffee, and then start eating lunch after twelve. Again, is it sustainable? Mm -hmm. And what kind of lifestyles are you leading on the weekends to offset that? You know? Mm -hmm. So look, there are plenty Banting. Banting. What if I eat only the meat, the, the bacons. Ban banting, fat, all you know, all mm -hmm. these things that are out there that's it's nice to comment on and be controversial about, mm. but I think it's just before we even venture down those roads because there's always going to be someone, and this is what I, I say to every every person I deal with, there's always going to be someone saying, have you tried this? Mm. There's this out there. You must do this. I've lost two kilos doing that, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to take away from what you are trying to achieve as a person, you know? So this is what's made me successful in life is obviously with regards to in the fitness industry and the people I've worked with is go back to basics. Build Eat the food, build your house on rocks. Eat the foods that you know are healthy, but in moderation, mm. you know, and, 
have your portion sizes correctly. Cut out the small little pieces that can make a massive, massive difference. And it's actually quite basic. That's that's how it is. I haven't often met people other than people who work in an NGO environment who builds their business on and finding joy in seeing other people change. And it must be really rewarding being in the business that you are because people start with you looking a particular way and they finish with you looking and feeling a different a different way. 100%. What what's the three bits of advice you want to give to someone who's struggling cuz cuz feeling insecure about the way that you look or not feeling nice because you're not achieving your fitness goals or knowing that you've been on diet pills or whatever the case is all your life to just feel better is not what everybody wants to feel like when they wake up in the morning. What would your advice be to to women and men that are listening to this? Look, I I think if you want to achieve a goal, um, you know, you've just got to you've you've got to have ambition about doing things. You know what I mean? You've got to have a plan. It's it's very easy to sit and talk about it, but to start off, it's tough. And I understand that with people I work with who, you know, I I've taken people that couldn't even walk on six in the treadmill mm. to running half marathons, to running full marathons in a couple of months. But it's just determination and having the mental ability to make a choice, you know, realizing it's not going to happen overnight and having the consistency to do it. You know, unfortunately, as you said before, if there was a small little pull we could take to make <laughs> everything go away and make it easy, we, you know, we'd all be super rich and, we, and we'd be... We'd be living in big houses and driving Ferraris. But at the end of the day, it comes down to being determined, putting your head down, having a plan and following the plan. And the most important thing is making time for yourself. I love that. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, being comfortable with where you are, having a vision of where you want to be Mm. and just being gentle on yourself. As soon as you're gentle on yourself, everything else falls into place. And that's the most important thing. Wow. If you're gentle with yourself, then everything else falls in place. I know that we've spoken about fitness and we've spoken about about health. That's probably the, the biggest thing that I want in life. I want my children to be healthy. I want my husband to be healthy. I want to be healthy. And those for me, time and health are, are probably, it, it, to me, that's the most precious assets that exists in life. So thank you so much for, for spending your time with us. To, to share some precious nuggets about, about how to get our health in order. Is there anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, I, look, I just – change is something that, that we can all initiate. Um, and for me, you've got to cross-pollinate everything in life, you know, and, and I'm no guru, um, life coach extraordinaire or anything like that, but – if you have your principles with regards to your exercise, your nutrition, your relationship, as I mentioned before, your business and everything, and being gentle on yourself, marry them all together. I mean, the sky's the limit of what you can mm. do. But at the end of the day, we can't escape hard work as well. So every small little bit ends up being a, a sort of a, a an end goal for me. You know what I mean? So everything adds up. Wow. John O'Mank is in studio, fitnessfaculty.co.za.
So you don't have to be skinny anymore. You have to be strong. This podcast is sponsored by Fitness Faculty, powered by Biogen. Strong is the new skinny. You're just 12 weeks away from the body you've always wanted. Jonna, thanks for your time. Where, where are you off to next? Are you seeing more famous people? I am off to India this week. Yeah? Um, just to go and head on and get the business up and running over there. And then I'll be back and then starting off with the Titans in two weeks' time, up with Mark Boucher in Pretoria, That's and so then crazy. also with the Sundowns, um, with with Pitsumasamani, and yeah, just you know, just working with with interesting people. But you know, at the end of the day, it's every day, every, everyone's the same, and everyone's I get the same joy out of helping a housewife or house dad or you know whatever it is, according to an international sports person. So it's exactly the same stimulation for me, and I love it. So hope to change many more lives going forward. I'm going to eat a pizza pie now, now that I've spoken to you. <laughs> I, I, can't wait. I can't wait to get my chocolate on. Jono, uh, see you at fitness faculty soon. Is yeah. this my day one? Was today my day one? Day, day one. Can tomorrow be day one again? No, well, depending on how well day one went. I, I ate a muffin. Well, it's all about learning about the mistakes that you've made <laughs> and implementing again tomorrow. <laughs> Gosh, the live and learn. Is real. Live and learn. Jonathan, thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Yeah, bring me the chocolate.